0: You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. Sam Hauser with you here for just a few more minutes. We're going out to Dodgers and Rockies. That starts just after 6.30 here on ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. So it's an abbreviated version of our number three. But joining us now on the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline is Colin Deaver. He's the sports director at KTSM Television in El Paso. Of course, the news of the week so far, we, we got word yesterday afternoon that the case had been settled between New Mexico State and the parties involved, stemming from the hazing allegations within the men's basketball program. We know today that the settlement was valued at about $8 million. So, Colin, even just going back to when word of this first came down yesterday afternoon that the case was going to be settled, I'm, I'm just I'm curious what your first reaction was when you got the news that, that, this, that the civil side of this has come to a conclusion? Well, I think
1: the vast majority of civil cases obviously get settled like this anyway, so I wasn't really ever expecting it to go to trial. Uh, I was a little surprised that they were able to come to a resolution on it as quickly as they did, um, and for the sum of money that they did. I was not expecting it to be $8 million dollars Split between the Benjamin family and uh, Shakir Odenewu. Um, like you said, the eight million total. The Benjamin family will get about four point one million. Shakir Odenewu getting around 3.8, $3.9 three point nine million uh, as part of the settlement um, with New Mexico State. So certainly, um, you know, obviously a lot of money um, exchanging hands. But an interesting part of this is that New Mexico State University and the five. Uh, men that were named in this lawsuit initially, which is, of course, former head coach Greg Heyer, former associate head coach Dominique Taylor, and then the three players, DeShondre Washington, Dr. Bradley, and Kim Aiken Jr., uh, they are released of liability um, as a result of this settlement, and the New Mexico uh, uh, Risk Management Division is the one that's actually going to be paying out the $8 million. So, effectively, the... Five men that were accused in this sexual assault rape, and hazing lawsuit—you um, know—they don't ever have to admit to any guilt, and they actually won't be paying anything out of their own pockets with this either.
0: How much of a factor do you think it played with with those five individuals in particular that you mentioned? Now, all former uh, members of the New Mexico State men's basketball program. How much of a factor do you think it played in this? That. They are that we've already at the we're at the point now where they're no longer members of of the program that they're not associated with the program anymore I mean do you think that played a factor at all in in the sequence of events leading up to a settlement yesterday
1: maybe a little bit I also just think that um, you know the lawyers for the uh, alleged victims in this case have said multiple times that they don't want to revictimize their clients um, and certainly by going through you know you know the longer this drags out that that revictimization process of in terms of what based on what they, basically what they were talking about that just drags on if it goes to trial they have to drag it out even more and bring up bad memories that you know, maybe they don't want to so I, I think that actually had as much to do with it as anything in terms of getting this settled uh, in about two months again it, it, we've found the lawsuit went public April 19th. And it's end of June, and it's it's already been settled for you know a hefty sum of money. So uh, I, I think that had as much to do with it um, as, as anything.
0: We're talking to Colin Deaver from KTSM Television in El Paso here on Team Talk ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. What about the relationship between the Benjamin family and New Mexico state. I mean, obviously this is total speculation, but just, you know, some of the, the, the parts of this that were so interesting as far as the real people involved in having to uh, play out aspects of their, of their lives and everything. I mean, certainly, uh, you know, William Benjamin, meaning as much as he does to New Mexico state deuce going there. I mean, both of them just in Las Cruces in general, uh, C- certainly I-, I would agree with you that the number w- that the number one priority is making sure that nobody has to re- relive this as much as possible. But I- I'm just, I'm so curious if anything, how much of a factor that played, because I mean, th- there is such a connection there between the Benjamin family and that university and, and the city as a whole, Colin.
1: Yeah. And I think that relationship, unfortunately is going to be fractured um, for a very long time. It's not forever. I mean, that's, Let's let's face facts here. William Benjamin is in the Athletic Hall of Fame in New Mexico State. Helped them through a couple NCAA tournaments in a Sweet 16 when he was playing there in the 90s. Now the head coach at Las Cruces High School. I mean, you you kind of ran through it. I mean, he's a, he's been a fixture of the Las Cruces community for over 30 years now. And his son, it was a dream for him to go play basketball where his dad was a, a basketball star. So to have this, you know, these allegations, you know, come down and obviously then this lawsuit, you know. The money of course, I and mean, you know people will point to that as you know hey well justice justice was served, and you know they um you know they they got some you know some damages from it, but at the you know have you have to look at it as too is there was a, a lot of pain and suffering that went into that um as well right. so I think certainly it's the real, the relationship i i mean i i can't, I just can't imagine that it's going to be fixed anytime soon. Um, if ever, and that's really unfortunate for the Benjamin family, for Shakiro Dunewu and and New Mexico State, you know, to have this happen um, as a whole is is really, uh, you know, upsetting, disappointing, no doubt, but um, to have it happen to kind of, you know, a legend and his son, I mean, that's especially even more disappointing that maybe you don't have those, you know, people being a part of, you know, your history and your program anymore.
0: What are you hearing as far as the next steps of this? where the civil part of this case is over, there could still potentially be criminal charges at that. At this point, it's up to the state attorney general's office. What are you hearing as far as the likelihood that there are charges that come down? And if there are any factors that would lead the, the attorney general's office to decide how much they want to continue to pursue this.
1: Yeah, they're actually, they're keeping that pretty close to the vest right now. Um, obviously it's an ongoing investigation for them, but civil case uh just wrapped up within the last couple of days maybe that makes that pushes their timeline up a little bit but they've kind of been on their own time with this um the entire time uh so i I guess i don't really have any new insight in terms of when i expect that to come down um even this i mean this lawsuit it was a little surprising that it came down um when it did again like i said i was not surprised that it got settled just the timing of it but in terms of The potential criminal charges, relator, as the uh, the attorney general, he said last month in an interview with us that he said prosecution, and this is a direct quote, he said prosecution was uh, likely he thought in this case. Um, So that, I mean, for the attorney general to say something like that, I mean, I I don't take that lightly. Sure. Uh, Certainly, he's not going to say something like that if he doesn't think there's something behind it to back him up. Um, we'll see, obviously charges have not come down yet, but certainly I, I can only go off of what the state's attorney general is saying. And if he's saying prosecution is likely, um, I'm going to uh, sit by that a little bit, um, until we know, you know, for sure, either way, what they've decided
0: to do. I know you got, you got to get back uh, on TV here, Colin, so I really appreciate the time. I do just want to ask you, completely separating, uh, the the first priority in this is the people involved and the real-life elements of what happened and the healing process, completely separate from any sports element of this. And if there hasn't been any updates and if it's pure speculation, we certainly understand that, but... I am just curious if if, if there's been any if there's been any talk if you guys have heard anything because even going back to when the season was stopped in the middle of it uh, last year it seemed like uh, New Mexico State was pretty adamant that their plan was to have a basketball season in twenty twenty three twenty four I mean are we I mean certainly you know Coach Hooten is there and he's got his staff and and a roster but are we on pace for that and is there anything else that that might potentially get in the way of that.
1: I would, I think they're certainly on track to be playing next year. They're, they're scheduled to play in a tournament in Cancun, Mexico, November 21st and 22nd. That's already been announced as part of their schedule. So I would be absolutely stunned at this point if something comes up and they don't end up playing a 2023-24 season uh, of men's basketball at New Mexico State. You don't take the steps that they've taken to hire a new coach. Um, you know, schedule games. You don't go through the back and forth with UNM and NMSU about the rivalry that they did a couple of weeks ago. If you're, You know, and obviously the changes they've made in terms of assuring people that something like this will never happen again on their campus. Um, you don't go through all those steps if you're not planning on having a season. And like I said, there's games that are scheduled already anyway and players on the roster.
0: Colin, really appreciate you squeezing some time in for us up here in Albuquerque and uh, keep up the great work and all the reporting you guys are doing on this story. We really appreciate it.
1: I appreciate you guys having me on as always. Thank you.